Welcome everyone to the Asian Voices Radio Podcast, where you'll find real Asian American conversations, including all the topics you are too afraid to ask your Asian parents. I'm your host, Sheena Yap-Chan. We have two special guests from the Lingzi Foundation. And for those of you who do not know what that is, it is a nonprofit organization based in Boston, Massachusetts, formed by the family of Lou Lingzi, who perished during the Boston Marathon bombing attack to persevere and perpetrate Lingzi's life example. The foundation provides opportunities to those who share Lingzi's ambitions and dreams to enrich their lives, open their minds, and break down barriers by learning from her positive spirit, unparalleled work ethic, perseverance, and humanism. And today I have two people from the Lingzi Foundation, Helen Zhao, who's the executive director, and Ryan Winters, who is one of the board members. Helen and Ryan, welcome to the show. would love to hear a little bit more about you and what you do. And let's start with Helen. Uh, hello, Sheena. Um, this is Helen. And thank you so much for having us here. Um, you know, since we heard this news, uh, me and Ryan just so excited to um, get to know you and talk about uh, our Linzi Foundation. Um, so finally, we're here. Just um, thank you for, all the, for the opportunity. Yes, thank you very much. As Helen said, um, um, I've been a member of uh, the board and a runner for Team Lindsay, running various marathons and half marathons since 2017, raising funds in Lindsay's memory. And I've been very honored to work with uh, Lindsay's family. And we're very, very excited to have this opportunity to speak with you today. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And I know, Helen, you are Lindsay's aunt, right? And I know um, you've been through a lot. Uh, You went to trial as well when all this happened. I'd love to hear, you know, a little bit about, you know, how you start, how you got involved in the Lindsay Foundation and why it was so important for you. Um, Right. Um, So back in 2013, um, so April 15th, so when this thing um, happened, I mean, the details, you know, there's a lot of details, but just um, from a family standpoint, um, so the tragic, the heartbreaking is beyond you know devastation. So, but I want to share more about just the aftermath um, when this tragedy happened. We just we surprising just shocked us how much love we receive from the community, especially around Boston area. It's a truly um, overwhelming and. Uh, a humbling experience and from that point on we the family we just we got together we just felt like a, we want to give back to the community so that's the uh, foundation of why we even start the foundation the, you know the thought process and um, so then we will have a lot of people help so we set up, set up this foundation and um, gradually we got um, different people involved and we have a great team and we start from small and, you know, gradually do different things involved with different organizations around Boston area. And also actually a couple of them is um, as one is in the West Coast. So it's, um, it's an experience. It's a learning curve for us too. We all are new to foundation. So, but it's the drive. Um, it's the drive to giving back to the community to honor Linzi. 
um, because she just uh, such a driven hard worker and um, such a just beautiful child. I have to say that you know, just um, if you really feel bad for you know, she lost her life at young age at under that circumstance. It's just a tragedy. So we just felt like if um, we can preserve her spirit where she lost and continue her spirit um, by giving back to the people, helping other people to have the same opportunity like her, um, pursue their dreams whenever they want to be. That's our ultimate goal. I love that. And it's such a difficult thing to happen, right? I mean, especially through the bombing, right? I had two family friends who literally left right after the bombing happened. Like they finished the marathon that day and then flew back to Canada. And I remember my friend telling me like, oh my God, they just literally left. If they stayed maybe about 15, 10 to 15 minutes more, they would have been part of the bombing. So it was, it was really like nerve wracking and scary at the same time to think someone we know would have been almost there, but here you are, you know, you had someone close to you, you know, pass away from this horrific accident. Um, and here you are creating such a great legacy, not only for her, but to show others what's possible, you know, having her spirit, you know, transfer to other people who need it, who need, you know, to be inspired, to be uplifted, to see their potential, to go out there and do the things that they love. So I really love that you've created this foundation. And and Ryan, I'd love to know, how did you get started with the Lindsay Foundation? Yeah, so, um, you know, as, as Helen explained beautifully, um, there is, we're part of what's called the charity team. So when the events of 2013 happened, I'm a native Bostonian myself. So obviously the events hit close to home here and I wanted to uh, become involved and give back. And I had the opportunity through a group called charity teams to be connected with the Lindsay foundation and Helen. And I was just so inspired, uh, just by everything that she shared, you know, that they've been through so much, but the positivity, um, that they show and, and wanting to do good works and give back uh, in Lindsay's name was something that, you know, I could really align with. And it's it's just really been uh, inspiring uh, for me. You know, I really love being a fundraiser for the foundation and running, but just seeing how the, the family really, really wants to, you know, continue to, to um, shine Lindsay's light. And I think that's very important. So I, I, it really, really inspires me. And I feel very grateful to be part of it all. That's awesome. And, you know, Helen, I'd love to hear a little bit, what was it like you know, creating this foundation, of course, it wasn't an easy feat. You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure there were some challenges along the way, you know, especially as an Asian woman, right? I mean, sometimes we're not taken seriously, you know, they think it's just a hobby, but I'd love to hear, like, from your perspective, what was it like? Um, it's a very good question. Actually, I have to say, uh, we're very fortunate. I think it just, that's why it's such a, a warm, humbling experience, personal speaking, um, since the start of foundation is along the way, there's just a lot of people helping, you know, all from the attorney, the lawyer, the CP. It's just all what's needed to to fund it, to set up the foundation. Then afterwards, it just, I felt whenever we need it, we, we have the help. But still, it's a, everybody is a volunteering. Um, so it's a small foundation. And we so we use our you know our own time to do this. Everybody have full time job, so it's growing slowly. But I just so fortunately I feel we have a group of people, not just Asian, um, because I don't I I 
we we don't want to be categorizing the foundation foundation as Asian as some something to do with you know has to do Asian stuff. Or it is for everybody. It's for the communities because when Lindsay lost her life at the time, um, is we got received a lot from everybody, regardless race and nationalities. We're all together. So that's why I think even this instant, it, it shows the spirit, the human spirit. You know, when the tragedy happened, is human spirit really shines. So um, as an Asian woman, one challenging a little bit for me is when we're doing programs, like we have this great program, Teach Me to Fish. So, so we do reach out to other communities, which, um, you know, is challenging for me to teach, say, um, other race, kids, say African-American, Hispanic kids, not, not Asian kids, I do felt like, a, you know, I have to push myself, make myself feel comfortable to uh, hang out with them, to work with them. For me, it's a challenging, but I think it's important to make that connection to reaching out as an Asian. So that's I my um experience there's a challenges but not because i'm asian it's because i need to do more to reaching out yeah it's it's not always easy to go out there and reach out right especially when very hard you ha- yeah <laughs> especially when you know you have no idea what's going to happen on the other side even if they say yes or no but i always say you know if you never ask the answer is always no right and so at least even if we did get a no we could even, or maybe, or yes, at least we went out there and did it. We took action and, you know, we feel a lot better in the end because we're not thinking, you know, what if I did this? What if I did that? Right. Uh, action speaks louder than words. And, you know, you're, you're proof of it. You're here, even though you say it's uncomfortable, you go out there and do it because you know, it's for a bigger purpose, right? You're, you're there to help others out and, and create that positive impact. <laughs> Right. And once you um once you're reaching out and you'll find out I felt my experience that we're all the same. Everybody's the same. We love the same thing. We share the same joy and the sadness too. And even the food, you know, um surprisingly, you know, even when we show them how to make sushi, you would just surprise how many um little kids you wouldn't think they would love sushi which but they did um that just you know it just brings joy to us it's very it's just fun to um to work with the kids um to share something in common thanks for sharing that and you know ryan i'd love to ask you what are some of your favorite things that you've done with the foundation or was there any like biggest moments in your life when you're like, I'm so glad to be in this organization to create this positive impact? Absolutely. That's a great question. Thank you so much for asking. Um, One of the things I really love being is a runner for Team Lindsay. Um, I love to run. I've not only run the Boston Marathon, I've run Chicago, uh, the Marine Corps Marathon. And while I run, I I do it. um, I'm also raising funds. So for me, the, the um, I really enjoy, while I'm raising funds, I get to spread awareness about the foundation. So for me, it's not just about the fundraising. Uh, it's about spreading awareness of the foundation. I'm here on the West Coast, even though I'm a native Bostonian. So I really love using sh- social media to share about what the foundation is doing. As Helen was just explaining that great program we have, Teach Me to Fish, you know, sharing about that online and letting our donors and supporters know that 
these are where your funds are going. This is how, you know, you're supporting us and we're giving back to the community. So I think for me, the, the biggest moments is when I am, of course, you know, running the marathon, you know, running those miles. Sometimes it's a, <laughs> it, it can be tough when you, especially when you hit the upper mileage there. But I keep in mind and remember, you know, the journey and, you know, why I'm running. And I think of all my donors and, and what we're able to do as a foundation with running. So I think being a Team Lindsay runner, I'm on the board, but being a runner as well um, has, has really been uh, something that's been very meaningful for me with the foundation. I love that. And I know it's, it's, it's a great feeling when you can see, you know, little kids smiling and being able to do something that, that they never thought was possible. Right. Showing them, yeah. Showing them that, you know, they can do so many things. They have so many abilities if they just went out there and made the effort. Right. And sometimes, you know, we go through confidence issues that really stops us from taking that first step. And here you guys are helping them go through that because the hardest part of everything is starting, right? Starting is always the hardest part. And so when we can navigate that and help them through that process, it really builds their confidence and they can see what else is possible for themselves. Uh, So Helen, you know, I'd love to ask, you know, what was it like growing up for you? Uh, Did you grow up in the States or did you grow up in China? Actually, I grew up in China. I came to the States uh, in the mid nineties for school. So after I graduated, so I I got a job, so I ended up just you know stay here. So um so when I was here, I think Lin's only five years old. So I didn't get to you know hang out with her a lot when she growing up. Um, but when I when I got chance to go back to China, so I got to see her. Um, you know just um. It's sad. So um, um, just even beyond imagination, it just is a nightmare. Um, her mother and father, um, they're very, very strong. They're very, um, they're supportive and they're very graceful um, about the whole situation. It, it just, uh, it really felt something really this tragic and uh, we turned into something positive. It's a very, um, it's rewarding for them and for the community. It's always felt, you know, like Ryan always said, and, you know, we want to see the light of her on the 26.2 of a marathon road, um, you know. So if we keep doing it, you know, people will think, you know, we serve as a little reminder for people that was such tragedy how many years ago because the memory do fade. And uh, people forget the pain start to not that um, sharp pain. So life move on. But if we're here, I feel every year that means something when we have a team links on the run, in the running. Um, you know, that's what we uh, like to do, continue to do. And uh, so Ryan is not a perfect example to say how this foundation growing um all the foundation members, um, volunteers, is always uh, along the way. We get to know them, Ryan, from strangers to friends. It's, um, it means the world to, to the family, to us. Somebody completely strange, stranger and uh, fall in love with what we do and become biggest one of the biggest supporters. Um, so for that, I really thank everybody who support the foundation and all the donors too. I uh, hope, you know, we can continue to do the do good work and make them proud. 
Yeah, I'm sure, you know, you are making so many people proud of the things you've done and, you know, changing so many people's lives. But I'd love to know, what are some of your fondest memories of Lindsay? I'd love to know, you know, what was she like? What was her personality? Um, You know, uh, (laughs) Lindsay, she was, um, yeah, she was hard worker. She always, she, since she was young, she has his goal set. She very driven, hard worker, always um, school this, you know, you know how is it? She just uh, but in personally, personal life like uh, she's more like a bubbly girl. She she talk and um, is a very um very wholesome. That's her word. Just a uh, wholesome girl have a big dream and uh, came to this country pursuing her dream. And she loved food. She is a foodie. She was a little foodie. And uh, so that's why we believe, you know, she loves the food. So we want to do something. Um, we also believe food bring people together, you know, cooking together, eating together. That's what, what love is about, you know. So that's one, like, teach me to fish. That's why we start that program. And also, you know, she's um, just typical girl, love um, beautiful stuff and Love music. You know, she's uh, she plays piano. She plays piano too. Um, it's a very wholesome, hard work. Um, just um, um, very love the. Oh, I say it's, uh, she just love everything's um, beautiful in this life. They say the structure, the the building. When she told me she first arrived to Boston, she loved Boston. She told me every corner she turned. She felt it's a picture perfect. So she deeply fell in love with Boston. That's why we also felt like uh, since, you know, she lost her life here, um, while we start, you know, let it continue, um, you know, to keep her spirit alive here. I'm glad you're able to share some stuff about Lindsay. Yeah. I'm sure if I've met her, we'd probably bond over the love of food as well because I'm also Absolutely. a huge, a huge Last, foodie. <laughs> actually, that morning, and she had a picture. She was making a nice breakfast with her roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I think, the last picture she posted. So, um, yeah, she's uh, she was a little foodie. The, you know, she just appreciate the food. And appreciate family get together over food. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm glad you're able to share some mm-hmm. wonderful things about her. You know, um, like I mentioned, it's such a shame. You know, she she passed away at such a young age. I think 23, right, was right. when she passed away. Um, but her spirit lives on and it, it's, it's, and, and, you know, you guys are part of the reasons why it's, you know, still here and she's still, you know, we can still feel her spirit because you're doing such amazing things with the foundation. Uh, Ryan, you know, I'd love to ask, you know, how's, how's it like fundraising for a nonprofit? I'm pretty sure it's not always fun. You know, there's a the good, the bad and the ugly, but I'd love to know, you know, like what are some, uh, challenges you've gone through or some moments you've been able to achieve? Yeah, thank you so much for asking that, um, especially during this the last two years during COVID. Um, it's definitely been a, a challenging time for anyone who's in fundraising. But yeah, we've had to kind of at times, I say, reinvent the wheel with fundraising strategies. And I try to do fun things. I like to run half marathons when I'm training for a marathon. So I'll do things such as like a medal giveaway, um, you know, to try to encourage and do like a raffle. So everyone who don- donates during a certain time, I put their name in uh, a raffle to to encourage them to donate. Um, but yes, it, it's, 
you know, there are, as you were saying, the, you know, the ups and downs. Um, but for me, it's keeping that end goal in sight. And uh, it's important for me just to, as Helen was touching upon, you know, keeping uh, Lindsay's memory alive and, um, you know, the work that we're doing and all the fundraising, that's, that's what's motivating me. So when I'm having those difficult days, and even this year, to be honest, it was, you know, I'm excited to be part of Team Lindsay, but, you know, knowing with COVID and the ongoing pandemic that it is difficult fundraising. And, you know, um, there's a, a lofty but great goal we have. Uh, I have right now of 8500 uh, to raise. And, you know, when I first decided, made this decision uh, in late December, it's a shorter lead time because the race is in April. And, uh, you know, thinking like, oh, okay, that, that's, I know I have my, you know, my supporters, but that's a lot to raise. However, you'd be surprised at the, the people who are willing to, you know, open their hearts um, and, and help you along the way. Right now, I'm at about just about 50% of my goal. Uh, you know, I still have a ways to push, but it's just, I, I think that it's great to see that people um, can, you know, when they see our work, they can align themselves with it. And, uh, you know, they, they really understand what we're doing and they want to help support us in our mission. So I think for me, it's just, again, about trying to do some creative, fun things, if I think of outside of the box thinking. And then also, like I said, you know, reminding people of where their, their funds are going to. I think that's so important. You know, it's not just about posting a link, it's sharing, this is what we're doing, this is the impact we're having. And then also, you know, keeping on the forefront of everyone's mind that this is for Lindsay. It's, it's important, very important to me, um, you know, that as the years pass, being a native Bostonian and, you know, Helen and her family, you know, um, you know, Lindsay loved Boston and just showing them that we'll never forget, you know, as a community, as the state, as not even just Massachusetts, outside of Massachusetts. So for me, it's uh, even when things get a little difficult, it, it's remembering that end goal in mind, keeping that end goal in mind. Thanks, Ryan, for sharing that. You know, we almost forget that we're still in a pandemic, right? And and those are always the most challenging times, especially I'm pretty sure for you, Helen, like during the programs during the pandemic probably wasn't always the easiest thing. What did you guys have to do to pivot to still help the community out there see, you know, their potential, you know, even have uh, Lindsay Spirit live through this pandemic, right? Um, I'd love to hear some of the things that you guys had to do. Yeah, so we did. Um, yeah, so 2000. So um, we have this 5K uh, every year besides marathon running. This 5K is another um, running event gather the communities um so we become 2000 2020 we did so two years we we use the um we we not on do the site we so everybody do their own but we have this um in boston outskirts boston lexington area there's a lot of uh, um chinese runners and there's a um, running group called ben so there's a lot of a Chinese um is around that area um part of that group part of the band group. So we um so five K is um there are people do in their own neighborhood, but we also go band has their own little gathering run together. So uh, two years in a row, so I went there. So it was very, uh, it was fun um to see our own community um supporting the foundation to. Um, actually, more and more, we um, connect more with the Chinese, other Chinese um, communities. Like, um, um, so like there are a few towns there. Uh, they're very active. Another thing is um, we have, uh, we did a couple of programs, but unfortunately, all over Zoom. Even Teach Me to Fish's program in 
in 2019 we did in person, which was fun. When I, when I, me, my mom, my daughter, we taught them how to make dumplings in person. Oh my gosh, that's fun. Um, but so 2020, last two years we did Zoom, which is a different, but it's also great because we deliver the food. Um, our Boston, our partner, Boston Pal, the police officers deliver deliver the food and、uh, ingredients to the family, and the kids cooking with their family, the mother, you know,、uh, siblings, which is another great actually to bring their family together, have the opportunity to cook together, and、um, so it turned out to be a great experience too. So that's、um, so anything we do most likely over Zoom. But it's also just I felt it's still very, um, very, um, good experience for kids or for our、um, foundation. Also, um, in twenty twenty, in height of a, uh, anti Asian, um, you know, problems. Um, so we also participate without all the Boston area those rallies, um, stuff. So we did also we connect with uh. Boston area, the、uh, schools, we in May, we which is、um, the month for Asian,、um, so we、um, we read the books. We select three books written by Asian authors. We able to use Zoom,、uh, connect with the school li- librarians, and、uh, read to the the little kids. So just to share a little bit our culture, different Asian cultures.、Um, so yeah. We hope we continue. We're gonna do that every year, you know, by just sharing. So that's another thing I feel I'm reading to a little kids, which I haven't done for many years. That's nerve wracking too.、Um, but it was fun. The kids ask good questions,、um, which is you know very rewarding to us.、Um, yeah, we it's hard without the in person. Contact touch is、uh, hard, but we tried. I love that. You know, I love that you mentioned for you know、uh, teach me to fish series. You had food delivered to the、uh, the families, right? And I'm pretty sure the families were very appreciative because it helped them give you know something to do with their families, especially when we were all locked down. We had no clue what was going on, and you know sometimes it just it's a nice escape from everything, right? A, a nice escape to just spend time with your family to kind of let go of all the stress that you have,、um, to have a nice meal, to have that experience. And it's amazing how you know just having internet connection can really help us still connect with everyone from around the world, whether it's the U.S., Canada, or Asia.、Um, being able to provide these programs, being able to provide this connection as much as we can, because yes, you know, having human connection, in-person connection, is a totally different experience. But you know, we had to learn to pivot. We had to learn to be resourceful at a time when everything was just such a blur. And so, I really love that. You know, you were able to do that for the kids, and you know, I, I'm just curious, what are some of your upcoming projects? So right now, we're、um, so we just finished the、uh, the、um, Teach Me to Fish, the third,、uh, which is second Zoom、uh, over Zoom. So right now, we're focusing on fundraising for the upcoming the marathon. So、um, we gather with the the runners. So we you know try to help them. Pump them up. <laughs> so、um, then it's the five k. 
Um, because our programs basically, you know, want to continue to maybe I think in another month or two, we will have another series of Teach Me to Fish. Uh, I think last class, the kids just very excited. So um, they're you know looking forward to another one. So we're hoping to um, uh, have another class, uh, another session. Typically, we'll have a six to eight classes, just have, you know, more kids give them some exposure or you know opportunity to to hang out with their family to um, you know do some of the cook some of their favorite uh, food is um that's really uh, is our main main program and in May we're gonna do another um uh, we call book um Lindsay's book club basically we're gonna pick another three books uh, we'll share with the um the schools. Awesome. I can't wait to see that. And, you know, to Helen and Ryan, you know, if there was one tip you'd love to give the listeners out there to go out there and forge your own path or even create their own foundation, what would be that one tip be? Uh, we'll start with Helen. Uh, yes. I think whenever we do, you have to believe in it. I think that just, uh, you truly have to believe in it. Then you can, then you have the drive to do, to try your best. That's, I think, is everything. If you believe your product is good, then you can sell. So it's a foundation. If you believe the cause, and then you can put your heart and soul into it to make it happen. That's really, you know, why I think if you want to start a foundation, you know, you have a cause, you're passionate about it, and do it. When you do it, start small, you know, little by little, uh, you don't have to be big, but I really think um, the big impact doesn't need a lot of money. Um, sometimes it's a small project, but you reach a lot of people. You'd be surprised. And then I would say, uh, that was beautiful, Helen. And then uh, just to surround yourself with people who have the same passion for your foundation. Uh, because even when you hit difficult times, you know we're, we're, we say we're small but mighty because we all really believe in the foundation's mis- mission and each other. So that really, really keep keeps you going. So I, I think that's really key. In addition to what Helen said, is is surrounding yourself by people who who believe in the same mission, and you can all work together towards that same goal. Well said, Ryan. Absolutely, you need to have a develop cultivating a group of good people around you. That's really, really important. You can help each because sometimes some days is is not always uh, you motivated to do you know, a lot of things. You need people picking you up, help you out. Thank you so much, Helen and Ryan, for being on the show today. If you can let them know where they can connect with you uh, and sh- also your uh, your fundraising page, if you could share that with us. Excellent. Yes, thank you so much. Um, so I will be running the Boston Marathon on Monday, April 18th. I will be sharing the link with you to be able to post and share where it explains more information about the foundation, my mission with the Lindsay Foundation, and once again, both Helen and I are so, so grateful uh, for the opportunity to, to speak with you today. Thank you for having us. Oh, we're just uh, so excited to have our West Coast audience um, get to know our foundation a little bit. And uh, thank you for, really, thank you for having us here. It's a, it's a great, um, I love the conversation. We'll definitely have all that info on our website. And I want to thank our guests, Helen and Ryan, for joining us today. To learn more about the Lindsay Foundation, please visit thelindsayfoundation.org. 
If you have any suggestions for future guests or topics, we'd love to hear from you. Also, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, as well as follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Asian Voices Radio is produced by Asian Culture and Media Alliance, a nonprofit that empowers our API community with a voice through media arts. If you would like to support our program and make a donation, please visit AsianVoicesRadio.com. Thank you for listening. I'm Sheena Yap Chan. Please join us next week for another exciting and thought-provoking Asian Voices Radio show. Until then, take care, everyone.